Welcome, everyone. This is now another exciting episode of the Army of Smartness podcast. I am your co-host, Ryan. Today on the show, football, football, football is back in style. We say goodbye to a few dear musical friends of ours. CM Punk and Jack Perry got beef, and it's, uh, well, it's just about fried at this point. Uh, of course, we had payback happen this previous weekend, as well as All Out. We'll hit on all of those. It's a man. I, I can't remember how much, how many things that we had to hit on uh, in a previous episode. But this is going to be fun because, of course, I always have my friend JD. JD, how you be? Well, I'm just, uh, you know. Wish I were wasting away again in Margaritaville. I uh, can't say that I am at the moment, but when I get home, perhaps uh, hit up the old frozen concoction machine. Um, but yeah, no, I'm doing well, doing well. Got it back in town um, after the Labor Day weekend. I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit later. Up to Peachtree City, ladies. I guess Abby's really the only lady listening to this, but any other lady listening to this, find you a man that loves you the way Peachtree City, Georgia loves golf carts. Let me say that. They have actual golf cart paths, like crisscrossing the whole town uh, to all major venues and thoroughfares. It's quite a scene. Quite a scene up there. Where is Peachtree City at relative to Atlanta? Like Southwest as as... side past the airport, but if you hit Noonan, you've gone too far. Yeah, if you hit Noonan at any point, you've gone too far. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's like, uh, well, I could have told you it's right down the road from the sprawling metropolis of Tyrone, Georgia. Would that have helped you? Not at all. Like from this direction, you're going to pass through Griffin and then you're going to hit Peachtree City. Okay. Well, now that we have that geography lesson, yeah. Uh, you know, of course, you know, the world's been talking about the rich men north of Richmond. But uh, today we're talking about the golf carts in Peachtree City. <laughs> uh we come in uh, full circle on this. JD, did uh, did you watch any football this weekend? I was, in fact, ready for some football. I have watched football every day, I guess, since Thursday. So I watched football Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, of course, Monday night. I feel like I, I had the Clemson-Duke game on as I was trying to go to sleep. I feel like every time I'd close my eyes and doze for a minute, I'd wake up and Duke had scored again. It was incredible. What a What a game out of the Blue Devils um wow is all i can say um it was a tale of two halves in, in athens georgia uh you know the old familiar feel of underachieving uh was rife throughout the the first half and then it turned out okay so it, it's fine it's it's you know what it's fine yeah we weren't 10 minutes into the damn game before i started seeing people fire bobo fire I was bobo, one of those people. And i'm like jesus christ not again shut up all right, now that we got that over with, um, it, it shook out in the second half. It's fine. It's fine now. It'll be fine. It's well, fine. you know, I made a comment on social media that got me a little, got me a few comments that Georgia fans are the worst. Um, no, we're not the worst. We've just been spoiled for the past couple of years. But also, let's not forget. Let's not forget the perennial underachievement of the University of Georgia Bulldog. It just felt like. <sighs> We're not. I, I said, we're, we are no longer allowed to say something like that. Like, okay, two years ago, yeah. 
to, no, no, to no, I'm saying I'm, I'm remembering back to when this was the case. I'm remembering back to when Georgia, they would win, we would win, but we made it look hard. God, we made it look hard. But for two glorious years, we got to be, for the most part, one of those teams that make it look easy. And so I'm just being, I'm having flashbacks to when we would beat teams, but man, it looked like a lot more of a struggle than some others out there in, uh, in, in TV land. But hey, a win's a win, particularly a 41 point win. I'll take it. Don't matter who you're playing. That's a good, that's a good day at the office, as they say. Um, so, you know, we've got a couple more tune up game. Well, one more tune up game, and then it gets real against, uh, South Carolina, I understand they did not do well against North Carolina and the Duke's Mayo opener jar thing. Uh, they've never really been the same since uh, Shane Beamer got that concussion in the Duke's Mayo Bowl a couple years back. But South Carolina is, is, and odd year Auburn, both of those on the schedule this year, they can sneak up and bite you. So we, we need to be on our game when we get there. Yeah, I uh, like, like, like I said, I think just too many people were not we're reverting back to two, you know, three years ago. Um, well, not just three years ago, three to 43 years ago. Well, and, and this is, uh, it's been a hard, well, hard habit to and break, it, buddy. And I've, and I've said this on this show before somebody asked me, you know, was it all worth it? And I'll be honest with you, you know, the easy answer, I guess the, Hollywood answer to it would be, yeah, it was worth it, bro. No hell it wasn't. Uh, yeah. it, it's, I, if we get three in a row, yeah, I'll say it then. Um, but no guys, y'all, y'all, uh, the, the emotional scars from being a fan of this team are so oh bad. It shows up on a freaking x-ray. It's like uh. it, 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 I can't. I can't. And then you throw in being a Falcons fan too, and it's even worse. I'm not ready for that yet. I do have a new shirt though. I have a new shirt for, uh, for, for Falcons games. I've got the red stallions football says raw underneath it. So I'm ready for that. Um, But yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not prepared mentally or emotionally for Falcons right now. Don't you have one that says this team makes me want to drink? No, I have one for, that and for Georgia, I have, I have one for each. Uh, this team makes me drink. Yeah. yeah, I still wear the Falcons one. The Georgia one has been uh, has been retired, uh, at least for the time being. But you'll be proud to know that my national championship accoutrement have also been retired for during this. I can't. We can't rest on our laurels. We can't. Uh, you know, think about past glory during this. I've not touched any of my replica rings. I've not touched any of my replica belts. And since the season officially started for your University of Georgia Bulldogs, that's not what this is about. Um, now, yeah, the pain that you've discussed is very real. I lived it for the first 38 years of my life. I understand that. Uh, but we have ridden high this past two years. And if it's if those are the only two years we get, it's been a tremendous ride. Uh, you know, but hey, let's fight. Let's go after three right here. So uh, I mean, I guess I could talk. say I guess I could say that I'm glad we are so spoiled. Yeah, that, we are. I'll give you that. That, you know, 41 points on an offensive effort is not enough. Well, uh, yeah. Again, and I understand it's UT, UTM, but it's still, I mean, Kent State gave us a good game. Yeah, they did. Mizzou almost beat us. 
God, that was uh, a scare and a half. You can't take anybody lightly, even on, even in this, uh, shall we say, favorable scheduling this year. And again, I have to point out, we had Oklahoma on the schedule. We tried. Mm-hmm. We were going to go on the road to, to Norman, Oklahoma, uh, this past week, but with them joining the SEC a little bit early, we were not going to be able to get our home game next year, and so the series was canceled. That's not our fault. We tried, and, and the uh, best and the only. Yeah, you know, with with college football schedules being determined years and even decades in advance now, UT Martin's who we could get. So kudos to them for having the balls to step up to the plate, um, and, and really making us work for it in the first and half. Judging on the uh, whoop ass that Oklahoma put on the uh, the old Bears, um, yeah, kind of glad we didn't play them. But yeah, well, you know, anyway, a, a fantastic uh, first official week. I know we had week zero, whatever that means, of college football. Uh, Florida lost, which is always a balm to my 90s child soul. Um, your your boy, Coach Prime. Can we talk about Coach Prime? I mean, Please, I, I cede the floor to you, sir. You are the Kool Aidiest Kool Aid drinker. You're like the Kool Aid man bursting through the wall. Oh yeah, on some Coach Prime. Let me hear. Hey, it. All I'm saying is he was a six to one underdog. I put money on Coach Prime, and I came uh, out. And I came out, out, and I came out all right. Uh, but yeah, Coach Prime showing up and showing out. Uh, yeah, we'll we shall see. I mean, maybe of, he can make some his, noise. Both maybe of his kids. Uh, I think. Uh, Shiloh or what, whatever Shadour is the quarterback who well, there, uh, there should, there in his Shadour. first game uh, set the Colorado uh, passing record, as I understand it, with 510 yards. If I'm if I'm remembering that correctly, that may be right. I think Cordell Stewart had something that was close to that. But... I'm sure Cordell would be the other Colorado quarterback. He's the other Colorado quarterback you can name. So yeah, that's probably yeah. his record. Yeah, uh, Shador five hundred and ten, uh, and Dion's other kid, I think his name Shiloh, had like ten tackles. Nice. Uh, and the Hunter kid, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, the two way player. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I really, I'm. If there was another team that I'm just glad we didn't open up the season with it, it's Colorado. Um, wow, that is, I think. It, it's week one. It's a long season. We'll see. I don't know that surviving a shootout with the remnants of uh, the team that suffered the worst bowl loss in, in bowl history last year really counts as, you know, we have arrived. This is like, this is a lot of Texas's back to me right now. Let's see how he does. I mean, I think he can go to a bowl game this year and that from taking over a program with one win last year is in, would be an incredible feat. And he would he should be coach of the year should that happen, even if Georgia three peaks. There is absolutely no way that the other Colorado team beats TCU in this first game this year. Oh no, that's no that's way. fair. No, I'll way. give you that. I'm uh, not I'm not taking anything away from. It. I'm just saying let's let's not crown him quite yet. But let's also not piss him off because he's. <laughs> He seems to do well. Yeah, he says he saves the receipts, right? When, when you receipts. when you piss him off, uh, so let's let's not do that. Let's just, uh, hey man, good for you, way to go. Um, 
And anyways, moving on. No, it, it is good I'm, for him. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad, glad that a good start. I'm glad that we had a good weekend in football because, uh, well, otherwise the last seven days it just kind of sucked. Uh, mm. We uh, of course said goodbye to uh, the parrot head himself, um, Mr. Jimmy Buffett. Coco beware! Oh, what? Mr. Jimmy Buffett passed away. Um, the one thing uh, I, I went to uh, Jimmy Buffett's concert in Savannah, especially first time I ever been. And I, I have that. never walked out of a concert looking for more dates for the same band before. Um, hmm. Because going to a Jimmy Buffett concert is, I hate even calling it a concert. It's an entire experience. And I, I think say, I knew the word experience is about to come out your lips. And it's, uh, well, I mean, it is. It, it's um, just a whole bunch of just laid back, cool people just hanging out, singing mm-hmm. along. You know every Jimmy Buffett song by heart, whether you Searching, think, what, whether you, think you do. Well, whether you think you do or you don't, you figure it out, right? Uh, right. But, uh, you know, and everybody's, I see so many of these cool little Jimmy Buffett stories. Because Jimmy Buffett, even though he had a net worth of a billion dollars by the time he died, uh, he was very a very humble guy. Uh, would apparently just strike out, you know, just walk around in Key West by himself, just show up places. Yeah, I mean, he was a, he's a former Auburn student, so he's just happy to be here, uh, <laughs> generally speaking. So, that, yeah. Well, listen, I'm talking about the things I like about him. Okay. Um and, uh, you know, I've said this a time or two on here because we seem to be talking about dead people quite a bit on this show. Uh, the, the world's a little less cool, but I, I, I got to say that the world's a lot less cool with Jimmy Buffett not in it. So um, rest in peace, Jimmy. Um, Enjoy that cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah, I I had a, I will admit it, I had a, cheeseburger just as jimmy would eat uh yesterday lettuce and tomato heinz 57 and french fried fried potatoes potatoes. big kosher Kosher pickle pickle and a cold draft beer well good god almighty which way do i steer he also talks about munster cheese and um mustard earlier in the song but anyways and an onion slice um yeah heaven on earth with an onion slice that's right did you have bananas in Havana's as well? Have some bananas and cigars? I did not. I've uh, tried to slow down on the drinking this uh, past weekend. Tried to. Well, I don't think you drink a banana or a cigar, so you probably have been in the clear. Uh, if, well, if you do drink either of those things, you're doing it very wrong. I don't know. But, you know, if I'm going to have a banana, why why not some tequila too? Why not a daiquiri? And another one, which uh, probably is, J.D., probably more sad, uh, particularly the way that he passed, Steve Harwell. The circumstances attendant to his death, yeah. Uh, Frontman of the the 90s megagroup Smash Mouth, um, which actually it kind of hit home for me a little bit because we we got the news. We were driving back from Peachtree City from the concert I went to, which was a – late 90s bucket of awesomeness headlined by the gin blossoms of course uh with tonic and uh fastball on the undercard uh all bands who i loved 
uh, as a, you know, older elementary into middle school and high school student uh, in the 1990s, uh, I was, my sister and I will talk about our musical tastes and the gin blossoms is where I, I said, that's my stretch of the highway from about, um, from about 1993 to about 2005. That, that was my, the really formative years of my musical taste. Considering yeah. I haven't really listened to anything since then. Um, yeah, so I had a great time with that. But on the way back, Abby is uh, informing me that, oh, my gosh, Steve Harwell's in the in, in hospice. And she gets a, another notification like 10 minutes later that he died. Like, oh, my God. I knew he had not been doing well. Um, you know, you see the reports of his health uh, declining and lashing out at concerts. It's just been something's clearly wrong. Uh, and now he's, he, he's gone, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I uh, believe it was cardiomyopathy, um, which led to liver failure, mm. uh, brought on by obviously substance abuse, alcohol abuse, um, right. self-abuse, let's just say. And it, mm-hmm. it, it sucks because, you know, I was, I was just as big a fan of Smash Mouth as anybody back in the day. Uh, I could, I distinctly remember middle school and um listening to all-star and prior to that there was uh walking you, on the you sun might, you might as well be walking <laughs> on the sun and there used to be a uh used to be a uh you, you, you'll remember this there's a radio station 97.3 mm-hmm. uh, i believe it was albany station that sounds I think, right i think it was albany State 97.3 the fox the fox i was gonna say yeah I, mean, I think it used to be magic 97 or something it, it was it, that, that it was, a, a, it was R&B, I think it was Magic but, I mean, I, I driving to my mom driving me to school every morning. I mean, we're I'm sitting over there and I'm listening to Marcy Playground and mm-hmm. uh, you know all um, not all star, but might as well be walking on the sun and yeah. uh, get away the crack before the crack puts you away. You got to be there when your baby's old yeah. enough to relay. Hey, hey, and Americana and all those guys. I mean, it just. Yeah. Uh, or I say Americana, it's uh out um not outcast, uh um the the Americana C D. Um Offspring? Offspring. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I could gotta keep them separated. Come on. Outcast. <laughs> yeah, it's outcast. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that's, man, it, that's a little different also in high school for me but yeah no, no, it's good. it sucks and he had a cameo on a movie that i thought was very underrated that was rat race um well you know people think people probably associate all-star with shrek but it was actually not written for that movie it was written for a movie called mystery men which was an underrated little uh superhero movie that featured paul rubens paul rubens uh hank azaria ben stiller uh it's a fun movie um yeah so definitely definitely t- check it out when you get a chance um so it's a just a sad day in the in the 90s music world there because I, you know i was in i was in my zone you know i had just gotten my learner's permit again back in my mind while i'm listening to fastball you know mm-hmm. uh and they actually played the full intro to the uh to, to the way there's like, oh, wait for the little stinger of Jewel to notice. There it is. Okay, yeah, that was Jewel right there. And then they uh, keep going. And then we actually, the next morning, Abby and I noticed, hey, 
the bands are staying at our hotel or the Holiday Inn Express down from the amphitheater. And we're like, wait a minute, that's the guy from Fastball. Oh, there's the other guy from Fastball. Okay, nothing cool. but the be- nothing but the best for tonic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Peachtree City. Your options are fairly limited if you're not a golf cart. Um, so, yeah, no, it was it was good. Uh, but so I was already in that kind of headspace, and then to hear about poor Steve, man, it, it just tore me up. Is it a uh, by happenstance that Jen plays with tonic? Yeah, no, I made that joke a couple times during the, during the thing. I did not have any gin and tonic, though. I did bring in a full bottle of bullet bourbon, however, because the amphitheater in uh, Peachtree City, you can take in a full-ass cooler, and they don't care. Like, you can take in whatever you want to, uh, and it's not illegal. Uh, I brought a bottle of bullet bourbon, and not all of it came home. I was going to say, did it make it out? Uh, no, no, uh, that's not the point right now. But I felt like I was doing something illegal, taking this big cooler room. And then the guy walking next to me had two full carry out pizzas. I was like, okay, never mind. That's it's fine. It's going to be fine. So, damn, didn't think of the pizza. <laughs> now we ate before we got there. But we also brought, okay, this is how you know you're in your 40s when you go into a concert. You bring a cooler with hummus and naan in it uh, to, to to rock out to your, to your 90s favorites. <laughs> Good yeah, Lord. I could just imagine. Oh yeah. Listening to if you could only see. Oh, absolutely. That was a big one. Not a dry eye in the house for that one. Let me tell you. <laughs> like like you're you're over here saying, Well, you got your reasons and like hummus oh, is like gone down. Yeah, like, right. Like, no, oh, here's the thing. Like um <laughs> <laughs> when there was when Tonic was saying you wanted more. I had to stop, start laughing because, like, uh, I don't know when I got bitter, but love is surely better when it's gone. I'm like, I'm remembering flashing back to my 17-year-old self singing that unironically. I don't know when I got – you're 17, <laughs> asshole. You're not bitter yet. What are you doing? You have no idea what you you're talking no about. You have no idea what you're in store for, pal. No, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's just like – laughing uproariously to myself um but anyway but no great concert get it uh, go see him if you get a chance uh drive around this town let the cops chase you around for a while so you know uh jim blossom's a huge fan obviously but i was actually probably most excited to see fastball because man i like i have very specific memories of that album and their their you know their songs so um that we will not go into on the air um, but yeah, it t- took me back to my days, my very first days driving first with learner's permit, then on my own, uh, fastball was big right around that time. Yeah. Moving on, moving yeah. on uh, now, football and, uh, and nineties music on our, on our wrestling podcast, I guess we've, uh, sufficiently alienated our audience, but we're about uh, nostalgia here a lot. So that's, you know, yeah, not completely unrelated. Speaking of nostalgia, CM Punk uh, has apparently uh, been future endeavored by AEW. I don't know if they wish him the best, though. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about it last week. And my question is, why in the hell does Jack Perry still have a job? Right, yeah. Why well, it should have been both of them. I, I am fully on board both. with with CM Punk being fired, but I think Perry should have joined him. 
there there are no I'm not on anybody's side here because there are no good guys here. Everyone sucks here, if, to use a, a, a Reddit expression. Um, so it's yeah, it, it's it's a terrible situation all the way around. Um, you know, Punk maybe he's better off. Maybe he's tired of dealing with these people. Oh, we should mention there was a discussion about um, Punk and Miro last week, and now more details have emerged. And apparently they were fine with each other. It's like, what, you got a problem with me too now? It's like, yeah, we need to go outside. <laughs> apparently they were just kidding each other. Yeah. Um, but what I've heard, and you corroborate this, Ryan, because you've looked more into it than I have, uh, there's video of what happened between Perry and Punk and potentially Tony. I would love to see that. I, I just Maybe. can't wait for the, uh, for the discovery portion of the inevitable lawsuit to uh to occur so we can all take a look at that video yeah and, and i'll be honest with you i would love to see <laughs> see that let's see old jack perry gets slung around right, right there uh, it's it the problem is you know and Cornette talked about this and uh, i i tend i don't necessarily always agree with him but he makes a point here if this would have happened back in the eighties, hell, even the nineties and early two thousands, no big deal, whatever you, you had your little skirmish, you get back to work. You know, you deal with it. You send somebody home without pay or, you know, dock them or whatever. You don't make a huge deal about it. Tony Khan made a huge deal about this. Well, we don't know if there's anything that's worth a big deal yet. Cause we, I'd like to see that video. And honestly, and you know, punk I'm reading where punk was talking about leaving, um, after the first time he got in a fight backstage. Um, and, and my question is why didn't you, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that right there, right then Tony Khan should have put an end to it right then there was Swash just the beef there was supposed to and i'm reading and again this is dirt sheets i don't know if it's true but there was supposed to be a meeting between cm punk and the elite prior to yeah, in Atlanta. Atlanta. yeah and apparently the elite canceled it um or it got canceled somebody canceled um and at that point i think tony should have stepped in you know if we can't have face to face meeting we need to do something uh i mean you got you got to you got to talk about it you got to talk it out um you you can't just let these things fester and apparently that's what's happened um Mm -hmm. and the 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 young bucks apparently came out and did a victory lap on it was either uh all out or i think it was on uh, at all out uh, after punk had gotten oh, in fired. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. They did a victory yeah. lap over that. I mean, well, and, and this... then you had the being elite with, with, um, was it Omega choking on a Pepsi or something? I don't know what exactly what happened, but you lose the ability to cast yourself as the adults in the room when you do stupid crap like that, petty crap like that. Yeah. And I mean, if it wasn't for, I mean, 
And, and to be honest, we all out was a great pay-per-view. I mean, and that's one thing that AEW, AEW's got the pay-per-views figured out. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen a good bit of them and I've never seen one that I thought was particularly awful. Uh, and that's what they all should shoot for, right? Don't be awful. Yeah, not awful. Yeah. Well, not awful is a good starting point. But maybe not I, where I you think, want to end up, but it's a good place to start. I, I would venture to say that every one of them I have seen, and I, just off the top of my head, none of them stand out as being bad. I, they've all been good. Um, yeah. I Let just, me say, I, I can confidently say I have never regretted the money I have spent spending that money on, on a uh, an AEW pay per view. I have never regretted spending that money. Well, that's because you can yet to watch one. That's correct. Good job. And. And as a fan of wrestling, you should be ashamed of yourself. As a uh, parent of small children, I ain't got nobody. Ain't nobody got time for that, nor money, frankly. Yeah, you do. You got. Uh, but you that, got. yeah. Well, that, that point. Well, point is that uh, I've got octonauts to watch. I mean, I could, I could give a shit less about who wins between Clemson and Duke. I don't care. Well, I was, as I said, I was going to sleep, and that's not when the pay per view. Well, I mean, you could change. There was a, what was the Sunday game? There was a Sunday game. LSU FSU. You gonna miss that? You kidding me? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Well, see, I just well, and that's and and I honestly, I like. It was Florida a beatdown in the second half. It was close in the first. They yeah, had them in the and, first half. And I like Florida. And I like Florida State. Again, but we were I both just, South Georgia boys, at least partially raised in the nineties. South uh, Florida State was a big damn deal. Oh, Bobby Bowden came and preached at my church as we discussed awesome, he signed awesome my bible guy. awesome guy yeah and, uh, that gun. i just you know but back to cm punk and jack i don't know how the hell we yes. got off on that but anyways there's you were chastising me i was as usual because i'm i'm singing praises here of pay-per-views that you've never watched and mm-hmm. some and you don't have a college football podcast you have a wrestling podcast well here's uh, the thing the, the college football space is a little crowded. And also, secondarily, uh, I like to approach these things with fresh eyes. I don't want to ha- cloud my judgment with things like facts or having seen it. You know, I want to be able to give you a gut reaction straight from the heart when you tell me about it later over the on the air. Okay, coming soon, the JD Politics Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to not do that. Oh, uh, look at it with fresh eyes, hey? Yeah, yeah there uh, you go. That's uh, that's that's great. That's great, real great. Now, I listen. CM Punk and Jack Perry, it's fire them both. Don't hire either one of them, right? Um, at least for a year or two. Yeah, yeah. No, let's let's talk about that. Let's unpack that a little bit. If you are the world wrestling entertainment. Do you consider either, neither, or both? Jack Perry, I definitely would. Um, I still, I still think there's something there with him. I think he is. I think he is talented. He's very uh, talented. Um, I wouldn't be so course, mad about it if I, if I, if it was pockets. I'd just be happy he was gone. God, yeah. And CM Punk, I mean, I just don't know how he's going to be able to walk back everything that he's said about the company. I don't see that. Happening. Don't that's the heat. If you can, if he and triple H or whomever can stomach working together for a three to six month run, there's money to be made there. Just like we talked about with CM Punk and the elite. There, There is perhaps even more money to be made with a CM Punk 
WWE return. Now, as I said, you've got to do it for a very limited and set out front amount of time. Like you, his is your start date. This is your end date. You will be here from Survivor Series to WrestleMania, and that is it. Yeah. No matter what happens, you're out after Mania. Then I but think the, there's there, more to be made there. There appears to be, and this is just an observation from watching wrestling for as long as I have, but there doesn't appear to be anybody out there that doesn't have an opinion on CM Punk. Right. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot of folks out there, at least, excuse me, I got the hiccups, but there's not a whole lot out there that I've seen that just be like, eh, whatever about him. You either like him or you don't. Which either uh, one is good. You can make money either way. Exactly. And I mean, if he, if he comes back, I mean, I guess you put him with Kevin Owens. Um, to do what? Why, huh? WrestleMania. Are you trying to kill? Are you just trying to kill him completely dead? You want, you want to make sure that punk never, ever comes back. No, I want there to be a good wrestling. So match, you, want to so sink, him... you want to sink him? No, no, no. Now that Brock is gone, you got to put him with Cody. You got to, you got to put him with Cody because the AW thing. Then you got to put them with Roman, and I'm not saying in order necessarily. Um, you know, I, I picture him as Roman's Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble opponent for the belts, and obviously he doesn't win. We're still setting up, hopefully Cody winning the belts. But I think you got the Heyman factor in there with with Roman and Punk, both. Uh, you know, I think it, that could be a great. Yeah, if you bring him back at Survivor Series or like you know the week before Survivor Series, don't surprise him at the pay per view, and he takes on. Somebody, I don't know. He gets a, he gets a win to get over, and then you do something with him to set up the Royal Rumble in December. Uh, have that match with Roman, and then maybe that's where you, you know, that 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 interstitial pay per view, the the payback, the one whatever they call it, that's just a holding pattern until WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's when you put him with Cody to spice that pay per view up, and also say, hey, look, yeah, I couldn't get the job done against Roman me being punk in this instance but last year you couldn't either you got to show me you know you got to get through me to get to roman basically kind of a deal um and so punk challenges cody at the lame duck lame duck pay-per-view and uh you know loses to cody and then cody goes on to win at wrestlemania that's what i would do off the top of my head um and then punk is gone after mania yeah, I mean, uh, there there are possibilities out there. Um, if me wanting to have the best in-ring work, uh, that's why I say KO. Um, I think that, you know, the Ring of Honor yeah, KO, uh, KO got I mean, buried by a pin. Chris Jericho got a pin moreover than Kevin Owens has ever been in his entire life while they were together. So I'm going to not do, um, not going to do Kevin Owens. Okay. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah. Well, you know, if you watch wrestling every once in a while, you probably would. Um, yeah, how's Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn doing? Did they just lose to uh, to Baby Gap and uh, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and thank God they're doing great. They're, they're doing great now. That's well, great. Yeah, you know, I had a pretty long run there. Mm, yeah, they, they yeah, the belts be... that nobody cares about. Good. Yeah. So the, moving on, the, ta- the tag team belts. Everybody... Yeah, in the WWE. Yeah, no one cares. At least of all Vince McMahon. Yeah, there's quite a few people that care. Yeah. Anyway, Again, yeah. if you watch, you, you might know. Nah, 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 uh, nah, I don't want to clutter my no, I don't want to clutter my head up with knowledge before I start spouting off opinions. This is America, and that's not how how we do it here. Uh, okay. Yeah, we just say a whole bunch of shit, see what happens. That's right. So hey, some of that shit sticks to the wall. Let's yeah. find out how much of the 
will now. Oh, okay. I hear you there, Phil. Um, yep. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're live and in color tonight. Anyways, the uh, we, yeah, just wrapping this up on, on these two guys, it, it's, uh, it, it's just a crying shame. Uh, because there, there is so much. There's CM Punk has left a lot of money on the table with AEW and uh, with WWE. He's done it all over town. He's and I don't know. I don't know if he's invested wisely. I mean, living I in so. living in Chicago ain't cheap. No, it is and, not. You know, of course he's got AJ. I'm sure he's fine. But no, he's gonna be just fine. I'm not worried about CM Punk. And again, of the people in this equation, I like CM Punk. But that doesn't mean he's always right. He is particularly not right in this instance, but neither is anybody else. And, and you know, I'm going to say something here that at first people are going to like, <gasps> but I liken it a lot to Chris Benoit. <gasps> I, entering talent, awesome. But there's just something about the son of a bitch I just can't get past. Yeah, I'm going to not compare uh, CM Punk to a double murderer, uh, particularly one of them nah, being nah, a special well, age child. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to go that far. You go right ahead. I mean, knock yourself out. You just compared him to a double uh, murderer. Well, you uh, know I, what? I, I will not, I'm not going to go that far on it, but uh, uh, I will what? say he probably seems unpleasant to deal with in a professional environment. I would assume that Chris Benoit was also unpleasant as well. But everyone anyway. loved him. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know about that. You need to ask the ICP boys. Um, uh, I'll ask them how fucking magnets work if I want to. If I want to ask them something. <laughs> well, anywho, we uh, wrapping that up. Yeah, guys, get over yourself. Try to find work if you can't. Whatever. Um, we had a couple of pay per views or pre- excuse me, a premium live event and a pay per view. That we can actually call a pay-per-view. There you go. We'll start out with the one that's, um, well, that came through first. Of course, it's Saturday. We're talking payback Mm -hmm. uh, this past Mm -hmm. weekend. Um, Obviously, I I had a a sat down and and watched this one. Uh, Top to bottom, thought it was pretty good. the uh surprisingly i say surprisingly but i think that becky lynch and trish stratus may have had the best match of the night to me really yeah. let me look at the card hang on let me, let me look, i'm gonna look at the card here what happened it's uh okay now that is a compliment i was gonna say what i was like well two of the best workers in the company i'm sure yeah them having a great match probably wasn't uh too surprised but yeah there's some other good good matchups on here so and and, and, uh, and it's um it's it's nothing against any of the other guys, but Trish Stratus is God, she's forty seven years old and forty seven years young. Thank you. And she is uh she's killing it right now. Uh, yeah, she uh, of course gets uh, defeated by the man Becky Lynch. They have such great chemistry. Um I, I, I felt what they were doing and how they were doing it. It was uh well Get your mind out of the gutter, JD. I know what you're going to say. And what am I going to say? So, so no, I'll level with you. I, I stopped paying attention to you a while ago. What, what was that? Okay, never mind then. But 
Trish is uh, having really good promos right now. She's playing a heel character, which is something that she, I mean, she did in her career, but oh, we yeah. most we mostly remembered nice Trish. And hmm. we have very distinctly distinctly different memories of Trish. Well, I mean, when when was she a heel? She was a heel when but she, she first came, came in as a heel. When, with yeah, TNA, when she first and came then she in, she was a heel when she was uh, with with saddled up with a man. For the longest time, then she was a heel during the Chris Jericho Christian angle. She was a heel. I mean, it, how how long do you want me to keep going? She's been a heel a lot. Maybe because you weren't paying attention. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably, probably, maybe that's you probably. watch the wrestling. Maybe it's time for you watch the show. Maybe you watch the show. Twenty years ago, why don't you do 20, it? Twenty years ago, no, I don't. I don't write shit from twenty years ago. All right, there you go. Unless, unless I have to, unless you make me. Well, no. But no, no, no she was nice, Trish, but. Uh, no, they're they're doing they're, they're doing great work right now. Uh, there were a couple of spots there that I thought ne- <laughs> Becky had broken her neck, uh, but uh, she be having that. She played it. Uh, she played it well. Uh, La is Knight, it wrong of me to think of uh, of Becky as kind of the most consistent of the the you know regular divas or divas, excuse me women's roster? Show my age. Used to be divas. Uh, like you know. Maybe maybe Charlotte Flair burns brighter, or or uh, Rhea Ripley's the flavor of the now. But honestly, I think Becky is kind of the most consistent. You know, you never you know what you're going to get. It's going to be at least good from Becky. Yeah, but, Becky's not going to give you too many stinkers. No, of a match. Solid contact, base knock. You know, never going to never going to turn that down. Yeah. And L.A. Knight super over. Yeah. Super over, yeah, I like him. Uh, like did him. uh did a great job. Judgment Day, of course, are the new champions of the world, the mm-hmm. undisputed WWE tag team champions that everybody watches. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Who yeah. who uh who was who did the uh champions defend against last month? The pay per view. I don't remember. Yeah, no one does. Go ahead. Got me there. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, WWE has not cared about tag teams, really. I, sporadically, they will. Yes, they cared about the bloodline. The bloodline made it important. Uh, the New Day made it a little bit important. Uh, the New Age Outlaws made them important. Yeah, but there were just dearths of time where they did not care. They would put the tag team belts on people and forget they were there. The U.S. title was that way for a very long time. Uh, they would just well, forget who had I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know that putting the straps on them were, was the right move because of all the heat or all the uh, fans were getting behind Sammy. I, I don't, I don't know that that was the right move. I didn't even. Well, they kind of painted themselves in a the corner. They had to do something with him because he had all this momentum, but you really didn't want to give him the Lex Luger run and be the guy to beat Roman. Uh, you know, the Lex Luger over Hollywood Hogan run. Uh, that lasted a week or whatever. Um, you didn't really want to do that, so you had to do something with him. So they, you know, he had gotten himself over to the point they were in, they were stuck in a, a quandary a little bit. Uh, so I agreed with putting the belts on him at the time, but we all kind of knew like, yeah, that's going to be the end of yeah, him. And, and, and Sammy, and I'll say this: Sammy Zayn needs new entrance music. We still do the whoa thing, yeah, with the, with the claps and the deal, yeah. No, it's it's fine. It's I mean, it was fine, you know, initially. Yeah, in 2015, it was. I mean, yeah, right give, give me something. Give me kill switch engage or something. But um, 
yeah, I think he needs new music. And hopefully, and, and, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn always have great matches, so hopefully we can see some more of those. Well, I will wholeheartedly agree with you that we need fewer whoa, 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 whoa songs in, in WWE. So, yeah, Sammy gets some new music because everybody's doing the whoa, 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 whoa thing now. Um, and and Seth, Owens, I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Work right, baby. Get it. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. And, of course, Seth Franklin Rollins gets a win over Shinsuke Nakamura. It looks like they're going to carry that feud into the next paper. Excuse me, premium live event. I'm assuming that's going to go in the Survivor Series. Um, well, that's ha- good. I, yeah, I like uh, Shinsuke having a nice. Well, I wouldn't mind him taking the belt off set. I, I wouldn't either. I think he's had a long career. I think he's uh, he's definitely got the chops for it. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. He chops for it. Uh, um, yeah, I'd like to see it. So we'll we'll see and. We're not, we're not, we're not going to do a full review of all these things. I'm just hitting on the ones I did, did watch and liked, uh, on to the, you didn't care much for Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez. I I don't, I don't like, I don't like Raquel. I'm I'm just just making sure that we were Rhea, 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 I'm a fan of her, but but, who is helping, uh, Austin theory pack his bags and get out of town. Now that the 50 year old man's beating him twice in a row. I don't know, dude, but how I watched him this past weekend he looks huge now like void huge or like like he is he has gained muscle oh like he was uh, like his back has gotten super wide now okay Uh, maybe maybe he kind of hit it because he's what he's in his early 20s or maybe mid-20s i guess at this point it's possible to get a little late growth spurt oh yeah he's he's a little vitamin s uh 26 i mean okay yeah. yeah you can you can fill out a little bit in that range still. So yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see what what. Um, I mean, how did he look and go in defeat to a fifty year old man? Uh, I mean, it, the the match was good. It was you know, sort of short, um, but yeah, I thought it Shortest was match fine. on the card by a significant. I mean, margin. he he was he was rolled up for a victory. It was, okay, so it was a quick one. It wasn't like he got dominated or something. Okay, nah, Maybe he's got an out there. Nah. Okay. And so, yeah. Still, I don't think he's, I don't think he's the golden boy that he appeared to be at one time. He's not being treated that way anymore. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on to all in real quick on this. Um, I'm not going to worry with the preliminaries on this. Other than to to say, Satnam Singh is huge. That is a, that is a big, big individual. And, uh, Better than you, baby, gets the win mm-hmm. over the dark odor. Um, yeah, the dank odor. Yeah, well, of course we got to see the kangaroo kick again. Well, that's uh, surprisingly uh, on this one we're not we're not seeing a um, world title match. Um, well, no, I mean he's already defended his, yeah, belts but, without but a I show. Mean, his right, his so, brand without a show belt. So, so he did, so why we need. Let, to, Let's go down this list right here and talk about the different championships that, that AEW. Yeah, I just saw where they have like 39 different championships have been defended on AEW. The, the World right? Trios Championship, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, uh, AEW TNT Championship, AEW TBS Championship, 
and then the AEW International, don't call me Atlantic Championship. So the International Coast Conference is probably where we need yeah, to Yeah, and, and, and now keep in mind, there are titles here that are not defended. Like the world uh, title, for example. The world title, your premium title that no doubt people wanted to see defended whenever they bought tickets to the damn thing. Uh, you're not, uh, you're, well, you're I mean, to be that. fair, in, in fairness, no women's the, the, title, the day, well, the T and TBS title, the women's B title, the hose title. No, yeah. The hose title. Uh, now in fairness, the Danielson versus Starks match was probably going to be for the X division title that punk help. I uh, presumably still has, uh, but he's no longer with the company. So that would have been a world title match. Um, yeah, but oh man, how great would it be to see him come on WWE and drop it in the trash? <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> but presumably that would have been a title match, um, a world title match if you want to count it as one. Um, and at this point, why not? Um, so you could have had one there, but in fairness to them, just like with Georgia and Oklahoma, they did what they could on short notice. Um. Yeah, but the Ring of Honor world ti- world title is not not on the line here as well. So you know, it's a uh, Claudio. Does he even still have that, or like, did he did he pawn it? I haven't watched Pawn Stars recently. Has he gotten rid of that belt? No. Okay. Good. Good for him. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up. He can use it as a platter to serve his turkey on. That thing looks like crap. Uh, speaking of uh, Thanksgiving, shout out to yes. Mattel on that right? gobbledygooker set. That was beautiful. I just got it today. Did you? Uh, yeah, I got ours last weekend, I guess. And I told Abby our, our Thanksgiving centerpiece is set. I picked up the do the uh, the Brother Love as well. So I've got the uh, old school Undertaker and Brother Love and the gobbledygooker and the egg. That's going to be and Mean Gene, obviously holding the mic. I understand Brother Love wasn't part of that segment, but he was the Undertaker original manager, so I'm just going to pretend. Just get you a DBIC, a Taker, a Brother Love. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to think who else. Uh, I have a DBIC. Dusty. This is an um, one. Got a Dusty. Got a couple Dusties. But yeah. yeah, I could make a Survivor Series match if I had to. But I'm just talking about having the uh, the the Gobbledygooker and the uh, erstwhile Eggman Undertaker um, as as the centerpiece of our thanksgiving meal absolutely but uh, all in all uh all in was a pretty good card <laughs> all uh, in all this was all out that we're talking about but go ahead yeah and uh brian danielson ricky Starks, of course had the match of the night uh for that one of course i mean that was never in doubt um, now as i understand it collision is purportedly going to pivot from being the the CM Punk show to now, this is going to be a showcase for Brian Daniels. Please, 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 sweet baby Brian Danielson, give me a sustainable AEW title because that was so freaking great in WWE. Bring bring it back, bring back the sustainable title. Yeah, he didn't have it for quite long enough, man. And I, I know that came on during Kofi Mania, but yeah. Uh, Come on, man! You could have. Man, it. that came and went quickly, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, which is why I don't think that putting the belt on Sammy would have been a good choice. You saw what happened with Kofi Mania; it was there, and it was like, okay, we got it. Now it's 
over. That was fun. Thanks. Well, now Kofi is a, a very powerful jobber. Uh, there you go. You He's on the Dolph Ziggler path, uh, career path, then world championship, and then make other people. Well, I mean, prior to that, he was just <laughs> a, a jobber. <laughs> right. Well, uh, a jobber that did a fun spot every Royal Rumble. That was kind a of fun, a fun, fun spot and tag teams. Yeah. Because which they, again, they, they, they had like they, twelve. They they he had about. like he had like twelve tag teams. Um, um, yeah, I'm aware. Remember, I'm the one that said they don't care about the tag titles. Yeah. Well, he held it with Evan Bourne. That's to tell you how much they don't like. They don't care about the tag titles. Who? Yep. I think he also held it with Justin Gabriel, didn't he? Oh, Gabriel. I want to say he had one with uh was it McIntyre? Nobody knows. They don't care. I don't I don't know. I mean and I'm not saying I don't care. I like tag team wrestling. I just wish it were better utilized in the WWE, is my point. I think that, that the tag title should be elevated to the point because to your point earlier, it is a world championship. It should be elevated to the point where that can main event pay-per-views. I'd like to see a tag team WrestleMania main event. I'd like the I like the tag team division to mean enough where that do, doesn't sound crazy. But anyway, well, yeah, I digress. Yeah, I'm just looking through here. Evan Bourne, R Truth, Big E, Xavier Woods. Yeah. Well, that was a free bird rule. For me. CM Punk. I forgot about that. What? Yeah, he was. I tagged. completely forgot about that. Was this like ECW CM Punk era? I don't know. It says World Tag Team Championship. So what was that's that? the red ones. That was the raw ones that kind of looked like the undisputed title, which were my actually that, those are my favorite tag team belts that WWE's ever had. Quite frankly, well, slide over Buff Bagwell because uh, right Kofi King Kofi's coming for you, baby. Let me see. Evan Bourne, one, two, three, four. I mean, I guess you can count Biggie and Xavier as two different ones. No, I'm gonna say it's the same team. Well, no, well, no, because because, because Xavier Woods, uh, they're NXT tag team champions uh, most recently, and Big E is oh, Big E's out entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, is he retired? Well, he's officially. This, the statement is is that his doctors have told him he has to retire. So. Well, yeah, no, a lot of people. I mean, the, if I had a nickel for every time Terry Funk got told that, yeah. But I I don't know. So yeah. look, it looks like. I, mean, I hope is I hope not for Biggie. I like Biggie. Oh yeah, man. But uh, I remember when he had a last name. I enjoyed that too, Biggie Langston. Yeah. Remember when that, was... that was so long ago that that uh, Dolph Ziggler was a world champion and AJ Lee was with the company. That's mm -hmm. how long ago that was. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I tell you. And, and I don't mean to piss anybody off that is but a you will anyway. New Japan, all Japan, whatever Japan mm -hmm. wrestling yeah. fan. Sure. Uh but I just can't get behind Eddie Kingston's obsession with J Japan wrestling. Like he mm -hmm. and I understand he's a fan and, it, it, and it's great. And I like Eddie, but He's like, uh, well, like in, in, in this most recent and at all out, he tuned, he teamed up with Katsuyori Shibata. Bless you. And 
they just made it seem like this guy is just like the most famous Japanese wrestler. I'm like, who in the hell is this guy? Yeah, no, AEW, by and large, their core audience is the very, very niche audience that you know would have ta- traded tra- traded tapes if they'd been around in the 90s and are just consuming all of this stuff. And God bless them for it. I mean, we need those kinds of hardcore dedicated fans as well, but don't expect us to, the rest of us to know who the hell that is without telling us. You're going to have to tell me. I don't know. I don't speak Japanese. I did take two semesters of it and it was awful. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hack it. Yeah. And it, it just, uh, not, no disrespect to the guy. I just, no, I, I don't know who in the hell this dude is. Um, Other than he's named after bread. I, I have no idea anything about Shibata. I just or uh, bread's named after him. I don't know which one came first. Well, I mean, good, good for him and good for Eddie. Um, I just and this and this is probably part of the reason why you see AEW figures just hanging on pegs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's because it's a very niche kind of. That's my word. Setup and 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 if somebody is, and if somebody is a fan of professional wrestling or a passing fan, in other words, if a mom is going to go buy their kid a toy, probably going to go for WWE because that's something that she has seen. It's Kleenex. Yeah, it's it's Kleenex. It's Coke. It's Xerox. And yeah. and AEW, to be honest, you probably aren't going to be, there probably aren't too many young kids fans uh, versus yeah. WWE, of course, but uh, as, as a share of their audience, it's probably not many at all. Even well, though, just, even though we've been, we've been to, we've been to those things and they got them out of you. They love orange Cassidy. I don't, I don't get that, but no, I don't understand it at all. But also there seems to be a large amount or at least more than in WWE of gatekeeping in the AEW fan base. You know what I mean? When I say gatekeeping, um, it's like, you know, either you're hardcore and you're way into everything and you know, everything about everybody from the moment they, crawled out of the womb in Japan or Mexico or on the independence, wherever it may be, or you're just worthless. You're a filthy, filthy casual. You have no business being in my wrestling ship. Like if you don't know everything I know about this, you can't just casually enjoy it. You can't just oh, pop on uh, wrestling for a few minutes and, and check it out. You can't do that. You have to either be fully invested or GTFO. Like that's basically gatekeeping. You saw it a lot with, with comic books and especially when the Marvel movies got big uh, I knew not my friends because my friends were friendly people, but uh, some other people I would run into at the theater or whatever would kind of gatekeep you. Oh, well, what do you know about this particular ink and pencilers run in, in, with this character in 1978? Not a damn thing, buddy. I don't know anything about it. I'm here to watch Captain America versus Iron Man. So, you know, go take up a shower. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, just it's trying to make you feel lesser or not a fan for not knowing every minute detail of every single person's entire history that even if they've never been shown on North American television before, that's gatekeeping. Yeah. Oh, and John Moxley is your new international champion. Nobody um, cares. Well, I guess the only uh, bright spot about that match is that he beat orange Cassidy. Uh, is that even worth thumping your chest about? Yeah. <sighs> Just don't care for the gimmick. Lo- I just, 
love his entrance. I love Jane. That is a great song for him. And, yeah, and, cool to be, and to be and to be honest, with his outfit looks cool. I mean, the it's Canadian just, tuxedo. I like it. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the George Michael look. But uh, wouldn't it be great if George it came Michael. out the Careless Whisper? But anyways, I was going to say, uh, wake me up before you go, go. But sure. But yeah, he just uh, the whole stick in your hands and pockets and it just like it's not funny anymore. Like it. it it's a one note joke. I mean, it's like if Jeff Fox were to, were to come out and say, you might be a redneck and that's it. Good night, everybody. Well, I, and I sit and there and I, I'm trying, years. I'm sitting here trying to suspend belief. Right. Right. right? And yeah. this dude, every time I watch this fucking matches, I am fully aware that this is fake. Now, well, not it, on a subconscious level. I, I try to, like I says suspend belief and this is just you know uh good versus evil yada yada well, there's between uh, knowing and having your face rubbed in it this is rubbing i mean your it, face it, it, it. it's like it, it i mean what if i don't know what if uh john snow pulled out a damn script uh, mm-hmm. in the middle of game of thrones right uh, uh, no no don't do that don't do that well to be fair john snow knows nothing so you might have to refer to the script um yeah, but yeah, exactly. I mean, at least make me think you care. If you don't care, why do I? If you're not trying and you don't care, what do I give a shit? And why in the hell are we cheering when he puts his hands in his pockets? I I still don't get that. I don't get that. And, and how, do, how does with... he how does he become unstoppable with two less hands? I don't know. But yeah, it's just it requires so much suspension of disbelief that it breaks it. And that's a fragile thing. And it's easy to do, but like, like we talked about with, um, with, with Seth Rollins, how is he a baby face? What are you supposed to like or relate to with this guy? I, it just, it makes no sense at all to me as, as a, you know, what I'd like to think is a rational human being, but yeah, he, I, has, he has a whoa song. Oh, Seth Rollins has a whoa whoa song. Yeah, yeah everybody yeah. has a whoa whoa song now. Well, I mean, you know, you know, we can't, we can't, you, you cannot be a heel and have the crowd sing your song. I don't know. Jericho does. You know, I never realized that MJF theme uh, has mm-hmm. words. No shit. I never paid attention to it long enough. Better than, better than, better than you. American males. American Ma- sorry, this is what it made me think of. But I like MJF's theme. I would like them to come out to American Ma- Oh my god. MJF and Adam Cole coming out to American Males. It made me so happy. And like Buff be their manager. Like when I hear about it, when you tell me about it on the next week's podcast, I'm not gonna watch it. But like, yeah. If I heard about it later, I'd be like, oh that was that's cool. Actually, I think you probably would watch at least the entrance. If I knew that, yeah, I would go back. I, I just wouldn't see it in real time because I wouldn't have been watching. But I'd I'd look it up on YouTube for sure. Like, no, I can't watch it. We got MLS tonight. We got to watch it's MLS. Watch. I don't. I don't. I'm not a realtor. I don't need. I don't use the multiple listing service. And that like football without pads. Rugby. Anyway. No, that's called rugby. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Well. Uh, there will be uh, many, uh, many matches. Apparently, that's uh, you, you're going to watch uh, Dynamite tomorrow. No, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Dynamite. 
Mm-hmm. Did you watch Raw last night or? No, I watched uh, Duke and Clemson. At, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if if you recall our earlier conversation. Oh, okay. Well. What happened on Raw? Anything? Uh. That, yeah, I hate that. I hate that I missed that. Good. Yeah, that sounded. Uh, you make it sound scintillating. Yeah. Well, you know. Gonna what? Sit here and watch Clemson and Duke. Okay, wonderful. Where are you from? Got it. Uh, neighboring state to both of those states. Nah. So, you know, it's, it's all local right here. Nah. Valdosta is North Florida. You know that. I don't live in Valdosta. Well, that's not where you're from. You're from Valdosta, though. Yeah, none of my people live there anymore. So effectively, I'm not from anywhere. I'm no, a man no, without a home, man without a country. I bet you could go to Valdosta and stay with a friend, right? Actually, no. Everyone I've known that know that on that level have moved off a long time ago. Oh, that's right. You're old. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, you know, that's what you do in Valdosta. You move away. Oh, man. Or you stay there and you pop out about six kids. <laughs> and then, and then you turn away. and then you turn 25. And then you move away. <laughs> no, then they move away. Oh, God. Yeah, guys, this is uh, <laughs> a very, very unique episode that we've had. I'm actually. Yeah, if, uh, if. <laughs> If we ever do this again, follow us next week. <laughs> Tune in for next week. If we don't irritate the pure fuck out of each other <laughs> by, by the end of this episode, uh, which hopefully ends within the next five minutes. Yeah, I got to get milk on the way home. So, yeah, no, it's going to have to wrap up. But this is this has just been something. Well... You know what, guys? I think in the I think next week we'll be a little bit more structured, or we'll just cancel it all together. No hell, no! I like it. this was fun. We can't do it twice in a row, but yeah, for for a one off, this was good. Let's because uh... no, at some point I'm going to get in my damn truck and drive over to your house. Uh, <laughs> I don't like... we'll watch another damn AEW episode, huh? I'll see about that. Shit. <laughs> Uh, what are we uh, speaking of driving truck over to the house and seeing about shit? When are we doing our uh, fantasy draft? I should uh, we should open that up to the, all the army of smartness. The uh, uh, I, I canceled that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not keeping up this year. <sighs> I'm in a survivor pool, so that that's uh, kind of well. In keeping with the motto of this show, which is ah, fuck it. Uh, that that um, that went pretty well. Well, I mean, unless you want to run the league, I mean, I do not. Okay. No, no, yeah, I don't. I don't want to do it. I've Fair enough. Got enough on my plate as it is. Mm. Well, I mean, it's a blue plate special. You can go back and get more. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. No, actually, I've really enjoyed this episode. I don't know if, if any, literally anyone else has, including you, but uh, the next week we'll do something a little bit more structured. Let's um, let's do a. We'll cover some more shit we haven't watched. What about Halloween <laughs> Havoc? Uh, what's that? We'll the more shit some... we haven't watched? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we want to cover uh i don't know what you want to do you want to do uh you want to do an ecw pay-per-view uh let's cover uh tomorrow's dynamite no let's do something i'll actually watch um oh well let's uh, okay well why don't we cover uh why don't we cover portugal versus uh the country of georgia in uh i don't know if I, cricket don't you watch that too i do not watch cricket no uh, okay. i i, I if I don't have time to watch wrestling, I definitely don't have time to watch cricket. I mean, you realize that game, cricket games, cricket matches go for days, potentially. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. No, I'm not watching that. 
Is that true? Yes. Because huh. it's like baseball. It's, a, it's not timed. It's a certain number of overs or wickets or cross rockets or I don't know, something like that. And uh, at right. hot boxes. Yeah. And they, they can go, it can literally go on for days. And how many stops. overs they, they, there are in cricket. Yeah. I think at some point I would just say, oh, I'm going home. Yeah. Well, it's like backgammon. Like, like, you know, cricket is kind of the sporting equivalent of backgammon. You really shouldn't play it. Just take the bat and, you know, and move on with from cricket. Like gammon, just take the part, take the gammon part and use that as a word somehow because that's cool. But yeah. yeah, don't bother the actual game itself. Yeah. Although so backgammon that, is fun. So, anyways, folks, uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook at Army of Smartness and email the Gmail, Army of Smartness at gmail.com. Uh, you, there, you think is, anybody's still listening? Is there any other sport that isn't wrestling that we haven't covered? We didn't um, talk about we didn't talk about baseball. Go Braves. Yeah, hey. How about three out of four in the heart of Big Ten country over the Dodgers, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. The Mets and Nationals have been officially eliminated, uh, mathematically so in the past week since we've talked. I'm gonna go smoke my annual cigarette when the Mets are mathematically eliminated every year. Um, but yeah, the Bravos getting hot and staying hot. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to say, I told you so to all the people who wanted to get rid of Marcelo Zuna. I told you so. Yeah. So anyways, guys, I, uh, will bid you all adieu. I do.